Hello, amazing, beautiful people. Welcome back to the How's Your Heart podcast. Also, hello, hi, I miss you. I haven't talked to you guys one-on-one in, I would say, almost two months. It's currently the 19th of December when I'm recording this. And I'm recording it on my floor and also on my phone. And as much as I have a bit of a setup, I have my microphone that I could use, obviously my laptop and a desk, Sometimes it's nice to just make things like super cash on the podcast and just sit down, no distractions, just recording on voice memos. I have my journal in front of me and I didn't really have a plan for this episode, but I knew I wanted to record because A, I love it, B, I miss you guys and C, I kind of feel like I'm out of practice talking to myself um, for a certain amount of time. I currently have Gracie here. She's just snuggling up against my foot. She is, oh my gosh, guys, if you are not a cat person slash if you don't have a pet, one of the biggest things that has helped me in like my life, not even just like my mental health journey, but my whole life is taking care of something. And for some people that's plants, kids, um, their friends, their home. But for me, it's little Miss Gracie here. She is just such a light in my life. And I went away to Hamilton Island over the weekend and I had my roommates looking after her and I literally missed her so much and my roommate said that she was crying because <laughs> because I wasn't home and she missed me and oh my gosh I just feel like such a cat mom oh I love her to bits but yeah guys new year maybe that can be your new year's resolution get a dog or get a cat or <laughs> buy some plants or something like putting love into something Ah, uh, there's something about it. Like we're humans are made to nurture and I don't even think that's necessarily like a female trait or a feminine trait. I really think it's like a core fundamental human being trait. Like we're made to nurture, we're made to care. Um, and sometimes that can just bring us back to reality, especially when we're working with mental health struggles. It can feel so caught up in like this theoretical world or like, all inside your mind but bringing it back to like something in real life whether that is a pet or whether that is a plant and watching it grow and watching it age oh my gosh Gracie just rolled over sorry if I get distracted during this episode I definitely will get distracted she is literally so cute um (laughs) but I thought today the episode let's rain it back in um I thought I would give a little bit of a pep talk because we're heading into 2024 and I realized that this month and a half that I've had a bit of a break off has flown by and I don't really feel in the Christmas spirit either. I haven't really decorated my room like I normally do. I feel like in your 20s and like even in your late teens and like thank goodness I was privileged enough as a kid to be able to have like an enjoyable, festive, beautiful Christmas. Um, But now like heading into my 20s, I'm like, oh, like Christmas doesn't feel the same and it feels a bit jarring. But also at the same time, I'm just trying to enjoy the end of year celebrations rather than maybe Christmas celebrations. Like obviously on Christmas Day, night before Christmas, like it's going to be exciting and fun to hang out with the family and whatnot. But also just celebrating like myself and my friends and 
taking this time rather than like focusing on Christmas, but focusing on like community and celebration. Um, that's been a big shift this year. I felt specifically, and I'm glad I've taken this time off. Oh my gosh. What was I even talking about? Yeah. I'm glad I took this time off (laughs) because it gave me enough time and space to be able to pet myself up and heading into the new year. And so I thought I would give you guys a little pep talk, whether you're on your hot girl walk or whether you're just driving, cleaning your house. Um, also say hi. <laughs> I would love to hear your guys's um, voices. I don't know, send me a voice note or like just say hi over on Instagram or if you're listening on Spotify, you can do on the little like note question thing at the bottom. Say hi <laughs> because I want to like actually know the people who I'm talking to so that, yeah, it's just more personal because I'm rooting for you guys and I hope that comes across as well whenever I like upload a video or upload a episode I'm always wondering like oh like the person who's listening to this like I hope that they're just having a good day and I hope that this was like a part of their routine that really helps them and they're doing it intentionally and they know that it lifts them up for the rest of the week and makes them feel heard and makes them feel seen. But anyways, I thought I would do a little mini episode giving you a pep talk so that you're heading into 2024 feeling set up and not necessarily like physically, maybe your life is in a little bit of a mess. Maybe your mental, emotional health is in a little bit of a mess, but feeling like you have that strong foundation and knowing of yourself. And if I'm being honest, my first journal in about a month and a half was this morning. And I find that whenever I'm going through times where I just need to soak in the lessons rather than grow through the lessons, um, that's something I talked about on TikTok too. I feel like I'm in in a season of soak. And what I mean by this is throughout most of 2023, I have been in like a season of growth and I've been uncovering, relearning, unlearning a whole bunch of things. And you guys have come along with me throughout that. And I've really, truly been growing. And it's so, it's so ironic, maybe a coincidence, coincidences even exist, don't know. But I'm currently on my last page of my journal and I always recognize that when I go through a season of growth, like I'm journaling hardcore and it's really a focus because it really helps me. It doesn't help everyone, but it really does help me. And I just journal and journal and journal away. And then I have a break and that's usually where I have that season of soak. I'm soaking in the life. I'm soaking in the lessons. I'm trying to put into practice the theory and the lessons that I have learned back in the real world. And it's not as if like when I'm in my season of growth, I'm like isolating myself. That's not the case at all. But like I've come back into the dating world. Yep, my year of being sober from boys has not lasted. And oh my gosh, guys, I need to update you. Oh my goodness. I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a few episodes before the end of the year, but I need to update you. Oh my gosh, it's been crazy out here. But I've been soaking in all of the lessons and self-worth and relationship to myself 
throughout this season of Soak whilst I've been dating and it has changed the game, changed the game. Like the way I act and the boundaries I put in, the way I present myself, the way I express myself and my boundaries in the dating world whilst being in this season of Soak after going through a pretty rough growth season is like brings me so much power so much power and I feel so strong in the boundaries that I set in because I know and I trust myself to make boundaries that are actually beneficial to me and actually like help my safety and I make decisions that are like knowing that hey the universe has my back like what's good for me will come and it won't be like I won't have to force it, like it's coming towards me. And that deep knowing that like it's going to be okay, of course the good things are going to come my way. And because I know what I want, I've been saying this quote and, oh, my gosh, if you are in the dating world or slash if you're in a relationship which is a bit on the rocks maybe, the thing I've been saying to myself is, my husband wouldn't do this. And obviously you can just insert whatever person (laughs) as husband in there, but my husband wouldn't do this. So for example, like, um, this one person was expecting girlfriend privileges without wanting to put a label on anything. And I said, look, I'm not willing to be, like give you girlfriend privileges if you're not going to give me boyfriend privileges and we're going to be in a relationship together. And um, <laughs> and he was like, oh, no, I don't want that. And so I said, okay, that's fine. I'll leave now um, because my husband wouldn't do that. And oh, it just feels like so, so fun <laughs> to say that to yourself and be like, yes, like I stand by it. I'm looking for like that true deep love and if you're not going to give it to me like that's fine enjoy your life I'm going to go find it somewhere else it just feels like you have your own back and that is like probably one of the biggest things that I have learned throughout this year throughout this season of growth and now I'm just soaking in it and enjoying all the juicy amazing parts of it um Okay, we're going back to the pep talk. I really went on a tangent there. <laughs> the one thing that I really wanted to share with you guys is this quote that I have been trying to live by. And it is, not everything you do has to be the best thing you've ever done. And I find that this is specifically important when we're talking about New Year's resolutions and we're talking about end of year, I guess, conclusions, end of year reflections it's quite easy to think that you needed to have hit your resolutions perfectly, maybe even gone above and beyond because we do live in a world where that is glamorized and that is idolized. And I think there is such amazing, like self, well, there's so much merit, right? To um, putting in hard work and achieving something really difficult and pushing through the hard bits, putting in that discipline, But there's also times in life where we have to give ourselves grace because we set goals 365 days before like the next year rolls around, the next time we really like take stock of what we've done because, you know, we use those 
year, years as markers. You don't have to. I think it's merit in not doing that, but we do it regardless. And um, so we don't really know like what's going to happen in the year and taking into consideration everything that has happened for you this year. It's like specifically for you, not necessarily like what's happened at work or what's happened in your friendship groups. Like the effects, the emotional, the mental, the physical challenges that have come up for you this year, like take stock because those goals may not have been realistic for this year. Maybe next year they're your thing. Maybe they're just not meant for you, but also maybe there's something better coming along. I know this is like a common one that I see on people's vision boards and it's like, oh, I want to get a partner this year and I want to like have that deep love this year. And I think that is so beautiful to manifest and like, don't get me wrong, it's on my vision board too. Like, that's me. (laughs) I'm talking to me. Um, But it's kind of like, okay, what about if that year was actually like intended for you to fall in love with yourself and like find that love for yourself? Like how is that less of an achievement if you've really gone on an adventure with that than it would have been for you to find a romantic partner? What about if that love was found in a really beautiful friendship? What if you found your best friend this year but you just had no luck with a romantic partner? Sometimes we do have to relook at our goals and kind of get to the root why, like why we wanted to have that on our vision boards. Did we want to have like fitness? Maybe your goal was like a fitness related thing. Like I know my roommate, she really wanted to do a triathlon this year and she didn't get to because sickness and all these kinds of things happened. And as much as like a triathlon is kind of like a checkoff item, it's also like, okay, maybe the root of that was wanting to train for something that was like performance related. Maybe you wanted to shift the mindset behind training from like habitual and from like maybe an aesthetic performance side of it to well an aesthetic place to a performance side and to actually like push your body in a way that is competitive and goal-driven and purpose-driven um so maybe your goals just look really different but not everything you has you do has to be the best thing you've ever done that means years that means weeks that means days that means tasks I find it so easy to think that everything has to be 1% better. That whole like 1% better every day. Some days, some years are just not going to look that way. And sometimes it life will hit the rocks. And just know that like that wave that hit the rocks will eventually recede and will go back into the ocean. You'll have a bit of a break and then yeah, another ocean wave will come and hit the rocks again and like you're a strong mighty amazing rock that's just there and like finding that sense of stability and foundation within yourself that you can make mistakes there will be setbacks 
there will be challenges. There will be times where you just want to slip off into the ocean and not be part of the cliff. Like, absolutely. Like, there will be times like that for everyone. And grace is was my word for this year. And I really feel like if you're searching for a word for 2024, like, grace is such a beautiful word to choose because it's meeting yourself and your inner child with like humanity with the capacity and like the acknowledgement that you will make mistakes and that you know there will be setbacks but you just get up and try again you just get back on the horse you just consistently show up when you have the ability to and um allow other people to help you in that as well. I feel like as someone who is hyper-independent at some points and who tends to surround friends and probably people and listeners <laughs> who are hyper-independent, who are really driven, who are focused on that like self-development and like surviving on your own, being okay on your own, that is amazing. And like props to you. I'm right there with you. Like I, I live like surviving on my own <laughs> and um, obviously live with roommates, but I don't have like support in that regard. So, um, it's quite easy to like not allow other people to help us, not allow other people to be worried for us. Um, especially if we're going through a rough time, like not allow other people like really feel challenged with the idea that people might be upset for us. Um, but that's, that's actually okay. If we're going through a really rough time and people aren't like worried or even like just trying to get up beside us and support us and help us, that would be really weird for them. Like it would be, it would be odd if the people around us were not showing us empathy when we were going through a really rough time. And you want to surround yourself with people who are empathetic. (laughs) That's where the most caring and beautiful relationships come from. That's where you feel safe. That's where community is created. So allow people to feel emotions towards you. That's like a big thing that I have learned this year, but also I think, I think it also comes because I didn't want other people to see me in a way that was undesirable and not in the way of like attraction, but in the way of like, I wanted to nitpick this image that I had of myself so that people would think that I was like perfect or people thought that I had it all together, but no one has it all together. And having the ability to be vulnerable and admit that creates amazing relationships. And I really challenge you to be rooting for yourself and to give yourself time and space to be vulnerable with people and to let them know how you're really going and also to hold space for them as well if you have capacity to not every interaction as well will be the best thing you've ever had that is one thing that really weighs me down sometimes I feel like I just don't know how to socialize and then I get really anxious because I'm like oh how are they thinking about this interaction like I'm thinking that I'm not asking them enough questions back. Am I, is this conversation too focused around me? (laughs) Um, And I get really stressed out about it. And that comes back to like that image thing. Like when are we going to give ourselves enough grace to be just there, to just live and to exist and for 
us to like be given grace and to have people support us and care for us because that's what it's all about like oh I'm not sure if I shared this quote with you guys before but I love the quote what really matters is oh no what is it at the end of the day it's who walks you home or like who you're walking home that matters and I always think about that in terms of like who are the people who are there for you despite the ups and downs like who who are the people that are there for you when maybe you aren't even there for yourself and how does that make you feel like do you feel guilty because they're there for you or does that feel like safe does that feel like love to you I don't know I don't think there's any right or wrong answer there it's just how you feel but Maybe that's a good one to take to your journal. If you've got your journal app or you've got your notes app, just write that question down and get to it a little bit later. Um, but the next part of my pep talk, let's like <laughs> change the subject. Um, your body is the least interesting thing about you. And then also stop holding on to things that don't fit you anymore. This one can go two ways and I'm going to cover both because wow, these ones just like really hit me, especially heading into 2024. We all know that 2020, well, we all know that heading into New Year's resolutions, there often is a quote unquote, change your body resolution in there or change your life or change how you look, create a new character and become that. (laughs) And that can get really challenging year after year, can feel really exhausting year after year. Setting that goal and then maybe not achieving it or not achieving it as well as you thought you would have. Um, And then like thinking, oh, another year has slipped past and I didn't like get the bum I wanted. (laughs) You know what I want? You know what I mean? Like, I was talking to my roommate again about this last night and we were talking about how society has really shaped women specifically although men as well women to um feel the need to constantly have their body look a particular way and to fit this stereotype and every single time I talk about this it makes me so sad and just like defeated a little bit I'm like god like I'm just so sorry to all of the girls out there um because this world has really just like failed you because your body is the least interesting thing about you wholeheartedly like guys the people you know those like really beautiful friendships you make and like or even not friendships just like people you meet and you're just like gosh you are such a beautiful soul, man. Like, or you're so smart and you're so intelligent. Or like, you would just, you just hold space for people like unlike anything I've ever seen. And those are the compliments that really hit, right? Like those are the compliments that you stay up late thinking about being like, wow, like they see me in that way. Like that is just amazing. Like, I can't believe that. Whereas like, I find if someone says a comment about how I look, like, yeah, I'll think about it, but it doesn't hit me to my core as much as a comment about like my soul or my abilities or like how I speak or yeah. So I just, I just get a bit upset. And we were talking about how 
like things have changed in the past 10 years and how there's people on in, on Instagram specifically now who do like the posed versus unposed um, side-by-side comparison and being like both of these are beautiful and like don't get me wrong I'm gonna say this like disclaimer I think those posts are great because like that's great that we can show the realness and like the fact that nothing like you don't have to be posed in order to like post on Instagram even or even just to exist right like you don't need to constantly be sucking in your stomach and all that kind of things to exist like it's okay but in saying that isn't it such a shame that that even exists like that that comparison and that that whole post idea needs to exist because it would give someone relief like to see someone's rolls or to see someone's stretch marks and be like oh thank goodness like they have those too like I was beginning to get really stressed that I needed to change my body like isn't that such a shame that like a post like that would give someone relief like the amount of power and like mind space that our bodies take up in our mind and our bodies in comparison to other people take up in our mind I'm not saying that like I don't do this because absolutely like I'm just a girl (laughs) I'm just a girl like I am 100% you guys know my history with EDs and stuff like it takes up my brain space too absolutely but I think surrounding yourself with people and also just like putting in work to acknowledge that like your body is the least interesting thing about you. So if it has changed or shifted in a way that maybe you didn't expect this year, I I just challenge you to stop holding on to things that don't fit you anymore. And but that can be clothes, that can be like a style that doesn't suit you anymore, maybe something that doesn't resonate. Um but also around like people who you're following. If the people on Instagram or wherever don't fit how you want to show up in 2024, I really challenge you to either mute or unfollow them. Your algorithm is in your power. And yes, obviously, you can get down some pretty bad pipelines and it can get pretty scary out there. But I really challenge you as we head into 2024 to release things that aren't fitting you anymore or don't fit who you want to show up as in 2024 so going through your phone and deleting pictures that don't don't fit who you want to be anymore maybe you have photos of like people who you've dated in there and every single time you look back it just makes you so incredibly sad like oh that's me (laughs) I need to delete so many photos um Maybe it's like apps on your phone. Maybe it's books. Maybe it's clothes. Maybe it's shoes. Maybe it's photo frames of like photos that are just challenging to look at now. Maybe it's people in your life and you don't have to cut them off. But if that's required, like by all means, like it's okay to just say, I can no longer speak to you anymore um, and just, you know, shut that door. That's okay. I've done that. I've done that so many times because protecting your peace is so important. As we head into a new year, your peace should be top priority. And that means that things are going to have to change because if we're looking for peace because we aren't finding peace now, how life is now, 
then in order for that to change towards peace, something in our life is going to have to change. Maybe more than one thing is going to have to change. And that's like what I'm going to be focusing on when I do make my resolutions heading into 2024 because peace has always been, well, ever since I started this journey has always been my top priority. And I think it always will be because now that I have had moments, had seasons where peace has been there, I've felt peaceful within myself. I've felt peaceful within my life, throughout my work, throughout my friendships, throughout my family, because I've experienced that. And I know how good it is for my mind, my health, for just my overall well-being. Like I will do anything to protect that and to help that. Like that's a discipline. (laughs) Like whenever I think of discipline, I think of like, what's the must do? And for me, keeping my peace is a must do despite the chaos of life. So releasing things, forgiving yourself for things that maybe you've been holding on to that don't fit you anymore. Forgiving yourself for, well, forgiving other people as well, just forgiveness all around for mistakes that have happened, for chapters that have closed or chapters that have been like opening, close, opening, close, opening, close. And there's like put some turmoil through you forgiving yourself, taking action, and then just like embracing the peace that comes after that throughout that healing process. I also just wanted to say as we round out this episode that taking time to celebrate yourself and celebrate how far you've come, even if you're celebrating by yourself, um, is so important as we head towards the end of the year. Oh my gosh, my friend Josie's here. So exciting. Okay, I'm going to wrap up. (laughs) We're going out for coffee. Do that with your friends. Absolutely. Booking coffee dates. That is the most fun thing ever. Having a good coffee, having a good chat with people who are just empathetic, beautiful people. Oh my gosh, get behind it. It's the best thing you'll book into your week. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just wanted to say celebrate yourself, celebrate how far you come this year, celebrate your highs and how you got through your lows, remind yourself that you can do hard things because you've done hard things before, you have survived 100% of your hard days, hard times, hard periods in life and give yourself grace as we head into this new year. I am so excited for 2024 with you guys. I'm so excited to be back. This is just bonus episodes. I'm just going to be spitting them out until I'm ready to come back with a season six um, because there's no rules. We make the rules around here, but yeah, say hi. Um, (laughs) I would absolutely love to hear from you guys, to chat with you guys. I'm so excited and um, I love you and I'm rooting for you and I just think you're so cool. You're such a cool human being for surviving this long and you've got so much ahead of you. You've got so much hope. And, um, yeah, I believe in you. (laughs) I'm rooting for you. So, yeah, love you guys. Um, See you next time. Bye.